0: Content presented on the following podcast is for information purposes only. The views and opinion expressed from hosts and caregivers are solely given based on the experiences of the individuals involved. Because each person is so unique, always consult your physician, physical or occupational therapist for medical and fitness advice. Are you struggling to help your aging parents or disabled spouse to do everyday personal care tasks? Are you concerned about them falling or you injuring yourself? What is the task that is so difficult for you to help them to do? You are not alone. We can help. Call in and tell us your challenge. Here, you can receive practical tips and strategies from an occupational therapist and from other caregivers like yourself. And here is your host, Consuela Marshall. Hello, I'm Consuela, and I'm an occupational therapist.
1: And on this podcast, you get to learn about your role as a caregiver. You get to embrace your limitations, learn how to best provide for the needs of your loved one in a safe and efficient manner. And you get to know that you're not alone. Look, every caregiving story is so different. And it's you who get to write that caregiving story for your life. You get to learn how to take care of your loved ones. You get to learn how to accept that you cannot do it all. And you get to learn what to let go. And you get to learn how to what to pick back up, how to pick back up your life, how to walk in tune with your life while also caring for your loved one. Look, I believe you can still find a way of taking care of your loved ones while also taking care of yourself. So stay tuned. We've got some caregiving to talk about. Thanks for for tuning in to another episode. I'm so glad to be a part of your caregiving journey that you've allowed finding a foothold to just be a part of the progress that you're making as you are finding a way to have a more fulfilled life while you're also honoring the needs of your loved ones and knowing that your needs also matter. And there, there is a way to do caregiving that works for you, that allows you to embrace your needs, and it allows you to hold on to the other important things that are in your life. And thank you so much for allowing Finding a Foothold to be a part of that. And as we continue the progress in 2023, I wanna say just thank you. And I'm excited about the changes that are gonna take place. And what I want to do right now is really get you to really, really reflect on the good things that have happened in 2023. What are the things that, you know, like you made those changes, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling a little bit better about that. I'm not as stressed out as I was before. But then also, you are identifying some stressors that are still there. And this year, we want to continue to see what we can do to lower that stress so I'm going to talk about four common stressors that I see in the lives of caregivers and I saw them in my life to varying degrees and I want to talk about those and get you to think about find how those stressors affected you in 2022 and what are some things that we can do differently in 2023 to lower that stress and continue that progress that many of you all are making so there are four stressors I want to identify with you and that first one is that financial stress. It goes without saying it is a big stressor for many caregivers not having the resources that they need to hire caregivers that can come into the home to care for their loved ones and just the added financial stress of the supplies and things that come with caring for someone else. That's it, caring for your loved ones that are advanced in age. And it's even compounded by the fact that many caregivers can no longer work in the same capacity, that you've shortened your hours, you're taking off work more, or you've had to just quit work altogether because you are caring for your loved one and there's no one else that's stepping in. Look, it is a biggie and it is a source of stress for many. But this year, I want you to to challenge you in This stressor is just continue to look for those payer sources that may be out there. I know you may think, oh, I've done all of that in 2022, and there's just nothing out there. Look, just keep looking. There are many laws and things that are being passed and legislatures that are being passed yearly and who knows what's going to be available in 2023 and i don't want you to close any doors and don't revisit some different resources go back and ask again see what else is available many of our loved ones may not have saved they didn't know that caregiving that what was needed for their caregiving and their aging was going to not be funded by medicare well they're now knowing that medicare does not fund a lot of it that it is a lot of it is medicaid based but there are also some areas of medicaid funding that allows for funding of certain things even in those higher income brackets. So do your research. Do connect to local organizations that can can give you a little guidance. Don't write anything off. Look, get fresh eyes for this year and see what's available to you this year in the way of looking at VA benefits. I know in the past it's always been if they served in war times that they may qualify for that in-home care or other Fundings, but things have changed. There are also benefits for those who may not have served in those war times. Look, I'm not the expert on it, but there are many people connect with those people who are on the social media accounts that specialize in veteran affairs and getting funding that know all the red tape that can get through these these application processes speedily so that you can get the money that you need right away. So look, don't discount that look at those resources. Look at those organizations associated with your loved one's diagnosis, the Cancer Society, the Parkinson's Society, the Stroke Foundations those organizations often get grants that may help with some respite care or may help with supplies that you can get monthly and that can lower the cost of caregiving. So that's the number one, it was that financial stressor. Number two, the emotional stressor. Was 2022 really emotionally just had you almost just in a, a bad state mentally? Emotional stress is a biggie. It is oftentimes bigger than that financial stressor. You know. Believe it or not, there are some people who don't stress out about the finances because everything was in order. The funding for the long-term care, all of that was right. But they have a parent that is so emotionally dependent upon them that they only want the son or the daughter to do everything for them. Even though they're in a facility and doing things, that that they have this need to call the son or the daughter to be there constantly. And that emotional stress of catering to a a parent that emotionally is so needy or that husband that is so needy, It, it was the big stressor for some caregivers in 2022 what are you going to do different is it that that person may you may need to talk to that person's doctor about some anxiety medications or looking at options for counseling for them or for you and trying to get to that the root cause especially if you're that caregiver that you are emotionally attached to your loved one in in the way that you feel like you have to do everything for them that you have to get their approval, that you want to keep doing one more thing, one more thing, one more thing, because you're trying to show that you love them and it's never enough. You do something, they want you to do something else. You do something and it's a non-ending cycle. Maybe it's time that you can seek some some support from a mental health counselor that can really talk through the why you are Responding in certain ways, and then for many of you all you just need to know you don't have to do it, many of us and and for me I didn't need the counseling but you know it just had me coming to the realization that you know what. I don't have to do this doing things in a certain way is not the way that you prove that you love someone. You do your best you do it with a loving heart you do it with kindness and you don't and whether they are accepting of it or not is your 100% is your 100% and many of us are there. And if you're not there, then there are ways that you can look to get there in 2023. Do not just keep going around these emotional roller coasters that are getting you nowhere. So in 2023, what changes can you make to improve your mental health? And the third point, yeah, financial is being the first, You had emotional stress is the second. And this third one is the physical stress. And oftentimes that physical stress is a byproduct of sometimes number one and number two, that you're doing so much physically, physical things for your loved one, because you don't have the financial means to hire someone to come in and do it. Or because of that emotional component of wanting to do everything for them, you're physically worn out and you're hurting. When you're working under physical stress, you often don't, even realize it, that you're having these aches and these pains that occur repeatedly when you're doing lifting and pulling and tugging. This year I want you to pay attention to your body and paying attention to the amount of time it takes to do those activities of daily living. You're doing these same things every day and sometimes multiple times a day and they're putting a lot of stress on your body and you are really doing some harm to your body. Learning this year, what are some strategies to use? What, are, what is the correct technique to get them in and out of bed? No more letting them hug you, hug you around the neck and you're lifting by your neck. No more putting stress on your wrists and on your back. What are some things that you can do differently? Learn from someone and look. Finding a foothold can help. As an occupational therapist, I would be glad to get you through the process of being through one of my group coaching programs where you we go through a lot of things like that. And that the final point I wanna to talk to you about is that social isolation. You are socially isolated. You were socially isolated in 2022 because you had no one there to help you. And you had to do so many things for your, for your loved one or you wouldn't accept help from other people and you were doing so much by yourself that you were, as a result, isolated. And with the social isolation, you can allow for bitterness and just all of these negative feelings to come in as you are seeing life go by and other people are making these fun adv- events, they're going to the parties, they're going to the anniversary celebrations, they're going to different things out in the community and let, yet you feel like you're stuck at home because you have no one there to help it, to help you. So in the... in the year of 2023, what are some things that you can do to lower the risk of the isolation? And the things that you can do are just communicate your needs to other to others and not communicating them to the same people that are not going to help. Finding new people that you can reach out to. Now, I mentioned earlier about the organizations that may be available, like in the way of the dementia organizations, the Parkinson's and all of those organizations. But who are these other people in your life that are asking, what can I do to help you? And you're saying, oh, nothing, I have it. No, I I got it. And you're not really communicating your needs, but then yet you're not able to get out and do things with your spouse, your children, and other things that you want to participate in this year. So I want you to look into 2023 is like how can you end the social isolation. And well, you know what I want you to really think about also even if you can't get anybody else in where you can go places right away because this is a process look none of this is going to get worked out in a couple of days or weeks that you often that you may need to look at what are some things that you can bring to you in the way of being active in classes online so that you can get friendships of people that you're going to meet up with on a weekly basis or a couple of times a month in a class that you're going to get to know and you're going to feel part of an organization and it's going to help with some of that social isolation so in saying all of this let's continue the progress that we're making in caregiving of how to reconnect to your life how to reconnect to, to portions of your life look things are going to be different when you're a caregiver you're not going to be able to do everything that you were doing before but you're going to. Be able to really grasp and hold on to certain key points of those of who you were before, because they are still who you are now and who you need to be now. As a caregiver so look for ways of taking care of yourself don't ignore those body pains make those doctors appointments that you need to make in this new year find those ways of eating better eating healthier and exercising more all of those things can help to lower the stress of caregiving and help 2023 to be a better year as you're continuing to make the progress that you need to reconnect to your life while you're also being a caregiver so thanks for tuning in to this episode and i'm looking forward to what's coming ahead in this year so look check out the website learn more about the unlosing yourself in caregiving group coaching and learn how people are really changing how they are doing the caregiving and living more fulfilled lives and we i want that for you too in 2023 so thanks for tuning in and i will see you next podcast and look out for a special guest that's going to be on the podcast next time we meet again and hopefully it's going to be somebody that you can resonate with that can help you to improve how you're doing the caregiving in 2023 thank you for tuning in again and i'll see you next time thank you for tuning in to this episode of caregivers finding a foothold we hope you found information that was useful and encouraging to you and we want to invite you to visit the website findingafoothold.com and look at the resources that are available to you there. And also, we encourage you to follow us on our social media accounts, findingafoothold.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And thank you so much for being a caregiver. And our desire is that you find your foothold in caregiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you again on next episode. Take care.